الرجیم آئی سیک ریفیوج اللہ فرام دا شیطان دا اسٹون بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ود دا نیم آف اللہ موسٹ پریشس موسٹ مصف السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ پیس اینڈ بلیسنگس اینڈ مرسی آف اللہ ٹو آل آف یو لیڈیز اینڈ جینٹلمین ویلکم دا ٹاپک واٹ القرآن سیز اباؤٹ قتل ٹو کل اور دا کلنگ بفور آئی ڈسکس دی ریلیونٹ آیات ایز مینشن ان دا قرآن ان دا قرآن اباؤٹ دس ورڈ قتل آئی وڈ لائک ٹو گیو یو دا میننگ آف فیو ورڈس وچ ان دی انوائرمنٹ most of the people have taken these words as synonyms to each other like for example there is a word jihad referred to as a holy war i'm just telling you the what we know the word jihad referred to as a holy war then there is harab in arabic which means war then there is a word Irhab or Rahbaniya which referred as terrorism. So Qatl means the, to kill. Harab means the war. Jihad means to strive. Rahbaniya means terrorism. Rahiba means terror. Now these are the meanings why I am telling you these words because we have to make the distinction between the word jihad and the qatl and the harab, the war, we have to make the difference. What are what? So first of all, I will explain the word jihad, though it's not the topic, to, to differentiate between jihad, the, war, the strife, the struggle, and the kill, to kill. People believe jihad, that we have to kill. That's the concept. Jihad means to strive or to struggle for any cause that is jihad in in the world every person in the world who has got a motive in his life and this person is working to attain that purpose or motive he in the arabic would do jihad or struggle or strive for that purpose that is in arabic jihad but when the quran says about jihad It refers to struggle or strive in the way of Allah. To strive or struggle in the way of Allah. Meaning, in the Quran there are governing ayahs which are referred as muhkamat ayat or the governing ayahs, the do's and the don'ts. There are certain rules or the ahkamat or the governing ayat which says that you have to do a certain thing. That is a governing ayat, the do's. And the other ayats are the don'ts, that you don't have to do those ayats. And if a person who is a Muslim, a submitter, or who is a believer, a mu'min, who refer to these ayats, meaning the governing ayats, he governs his life by those verses, those muhkamat or the governing ayats, the orders of Allah, and he governs his life in that, govern, in that way 
when he is governing those ayahs, he is doing strive, struggling. When he is obeying the do's, when he is obeying the don'ts, he is striving in life to attain good pleasures of Allah. Or in this world, good pleasures and the after is the garden, the jannah. So this is the motive. The motive is to have good pleasures in the eyes of in, this, in the nearness of Allah. And when a person follows those orders or the do's and the don'ts, when he follows, he is doing jihad. There will be problems in his life in, in practicing those verses, those ayahs, those commands. So with the problems that he faces, he does jihad, struggle, strive to attain Islam, to attain peace. Finally, good pleasures in the world and the, and the after is the garden. That is jihad. Similarly, in, in what the, the word harab is war, you understand? So I will not go into detail where, why the war takes place in the world. There is a, if the dispute arises between two people or two nations or two uh, greater, on a greater part, that's the war. Then the people uses other weapons to have war. Then the, it's a war between countries. Similarly, there is Rahmania, the terrorism. So these are the separate words. I will not go into detail because these are separate lectures which I have already delivered and I will be delivering these separate lectures in the future. But coming to the, the word qatl, the word qatl means to kill. It has, in every language of the world, it has two meanings. Meaning psychological kill and a physical kill. But the word used would be kill. In a sentence, in a language. In any language of the world, assassination of the personality would refer to as a killing of the psychological personality, not his true physical killing. So in all the languages of the world, this is, a, this is described when a person wants to say that he is, I am killed, meaning he is alive, but he says, I am killed, I have lost my this so-and-so uh, belongings, I am lost, I am dead. So people use these certain words which refers to as kill and dead, but does not mean in the true sense. Similarly, in Arabic also, in Urdu also, and in the Quran, the word when is used, the kill, we has to look at the context and the text to understand that word when used. Does it mean a psychological kill or does it mean a physical kill? By looking at those verses and analyzing those ayahs, we can easily understand in the ayah that here it refers to a physical kill. Here it refers to a psychological kill. So the word will be used as kill, qatl. We have to look at the context and the text of that particular ayah to understand. Does it mean, make sense? Is it possible that is it referring to a psychological kill or is it referring to a physical kill? Then we have to analyze that. But I am telling you in, in the Quranic there are many many ayahs that are referring to a psychological kill. And then there are ayahs that are referring to a physical kill, kill death. So before going into the ayahs, again, the point is about the Quran. When a person is developing his psychology, in the Arabic word there is a nafs. The word nafs means psychology or soul or self. That is the meaning of nafs, nafsiyat. 
from that word has occurred nafsiyat means the soul self or psyche now in every human being the human being contains those that psyche or psychology and when he does something wrong he actually kills his psychology because allah has made the psychology on the best asr taqwim the best principles but when he disobeys the rules or the ahkamat or the governing ayas he is killing his personality similarly allah says within the ayat when i read that you kill your psychology means you kill yourself so we have to analyze by when allah is telling us to kill our psychology the wrong aspects you which we are practicing the wrongs of the mention of the quranic ayas you have to understand that we have to kill that and at the same time there are certain things which are said not to do we don't have to do and there are certain things we have to do we have to do so in that context we have to fight struggle strive and once we are successful we kill the personality we kill that that thing the cycle i'll give the example when the situation arises but i am telling you that people are killing their souls or psychology by by doing wrong in the world but at the same time allah is also telling us to kill your psychology or kill yourself in the in the right direction if you do not kill your psychology or self in the right direction then you will be killing your psychology in the wrong direction so this is also mentioned in the quran so the word the word in the arabic will be used as kill killing killing evil the word will be used as killing we have to analyze that here the it is a psychological killing or a physical killing that we have to take the judgment and understand and inshallah when we i read we will analyze and we can all come to know that in this ayah it is referring to a psychological or a physical killing <clears throat> there are two main occasions in the in the in the event so we can say that allah has described the main two events and those two events we have to deduce the governing ayat or the muhkam ayat from those two events and then we can share it in the other ayas or the verses where the word kill is used killing qatl uh, is used there are many words i will be delivering another lecture which is related to this lecture referring to the same topic the word qatl which will explain a psychological killing or a physical killing i will be delivering in such but today you'll be hearing from two two incidents or two events two types of killing physical killing and a psychological both but in two events i will read down but that is not enough this is the basic or the foundation to understand the other relevant ayas within the book quran where the word qatl or the killing has been used so we refer to first of all surah al maida and ayah 27 <clears throat> واتلوا عليهم نبا ابني ادم بالحق اذ قرب قربانا فتقبل من احدهما ولم يتقبل من الاخر قال لا اقتلنك قال انما يتقبل الله من المتقين and recite over them 
the prophecy in truth of the two sons of Adam when they both gave sacrifice to be close to Allah then it was accepted from one of them and was not accepted from the other he said I will definitely kill you he said surely Allah accepts the sacrifice from those who guard this is a prophecy or a naba from Allah between the two sons of Adam <clears throat> and Allah is telling both these two sons to give sacrifice or to be near to Allah Qurb. in Qurbanan in it, it, it has the meaning of a sacrifice but it also means Qurb means to go near to Allah you sacrifice your life to attain or to be near to Allah that they have to give sacrifice in order to be near to God near not physically but righteous in the eyes of Allah in the nearness of Allah so Allah asked them to give your lives to sacrifice your lives in the cause of Allah in my language in the give your lives in the, in the give your lives in the and sacrifice your lives to attain nearness in the eyes nearness of Allah they have to sacrifice both these two sons of Adam and one of them was successful in the, in the eyes of in the nearness of Allah he attains that qurbani or the sacrifice but the one whose sacrifice was not accepted in the eyes of Allah he said the one which the, the sacrifice was not accepted he said I will kill you Definitely I'll kill you. The one who has, whose sacrifice has been accepted in the nearness of Allah. <clears throat> Before going into further analysis, we have to understand that in this ayah, Allah is describing the person, two people, two sons of Adam. And what is the example from that is we have to understand that if we are taking guidance from the ayahs of Allah or by this event, we must understand if you are righteous or if you are sacrificing your lives to attain the good pleasures of Allah in the nearness of Allah, in His sight, then be sure there must be someone looking for you to kill you. This narration is not a just a narration. It means as it says. So you have to understand who, which son you are. Are you the son who is going to kill the other fellow who is righteous in the eyes of Allah? Or are you the one that somebody is going to kill you in the eyes of Allah? Because this narration is described for our guidance. This is the purpose. It is not a story just to hear it out. It is an event, a prophecy about the two sons of the Adam that one attains, sacrifice his goodness or nearness to Allah, the other who is not accepted, he says, I will definitely kill you. So it, that means in the nearness of Allah who is wrong, who is not correct, who is not righteous, is looking for the person who is righteous in the eyes of Allah and to kill him. 
in the world are being programmed in a manner that the righteous person has got the astaghfirullah, the license to kill the wrong. That is, we are being programmed. In the world, we have been programmed that the person who is unjust and right, astaghfirullah has got the license to kill the wrong. In this, up till now, this eye is telling us the wrong is intending, is saying definitely, I will kill the righteous in the way of Allah, the one who's right, who's good, who's got the good pleasure, who's go, who has got the qurbani, whose sacrifice is accepted by Allah. The sacrifice is accepted by Allah. To him, he, he says that I will definitely kill you. So this is the education that we have to understand the event and then secondly we have to understand what how and more sacrifice or the true sacrifice we has we has we have to give to be the righteous sons of adam <clears throat> further it is says in al-maida 5 this in continuation la im basatta ilayya yadaka litaqtulani ma ana bi basiti yadiya ilayka li aqtulak Inni akhafullaha rabbal alameen Definitely if you will stretch out your hand towards me to kill me I will not stretch out my hand towards you to kill you Surely I fear Allah the Lord of the worlds <clears throat> The same in continuation the one who, who intend to kill the one who has, whose sacrifice has been accepted by Allah He says I will stretch out If you intend to stretch, stretch out your hand to kill me I will not stretch my hand my, my, I will not stretch out my hand towards to kill you Meaning he is not even defending Here you must note the point He is not even defending He says if you will stretch out your hand Towards, uh, uh, towards me to kill me I will not stretch out my hand towards you to kill you surely I fear Allah the Lord of the worlds this is the the, the the description of the one whose sacrifice has been accepted towards Allah that he says if you are intent to kill me I will not even stretch out my hand to return to you or to kill you I will not you understand why? You see the life we have Is property of Allah When he plans it He will take it You, know, you are not certain of your life He will take it Definitely The time is there If somebody comes and is, is coming And to kill you If it is the will of God He can kill you Believe me you cannot defend yourself It is the trust in the ayahs of Allah We must have That if somebody plans to kill me Believe me the time will be there I will be killed No matter what uh, In my psychology I try to cover myself But the fact is When Allah has given the order of my death Somebody can kill me You must know this It is a fact So you must understand If you are righteous in the eyes of God You are ready to reach Him That is your garden That is your good pleasure You don't want to live here forever why should we afraid of? We are afraid of our wrongdoings Because we have to give our account on the day of judgment 
That is why we do not want to die. It is not only the love of the world. The other thing is the fear of our, in the back of the fear of the mind is that we have to give our account in the eyes of God. We have to give our accounts. So we don't want to die. So this person who is in the eyes of God, whose sacrifice is accepted in the eyes of God, he said, if you want to kill me, kill me. Because where will he go? He, he'll go to the good pleasures of God. Allah is Razi. And he'll get the garden. So he is not even defending. He is not even defending because he expects that, well, sacrifice, I am ready to sacrifice. I have sacrificed my life. If somebody has come here to kill me, he is making my easy more easier that I will reach Allah. The final destination where we have come from and the garden is there. Those who are unjustified, those who are not righteous in the eyes of God, they retaliate and rebel. Then the both wrongs, two wrongs fight. In this also verse we understand the right and wrong, there is no fight. There is no fighting. The wrong is ready to kill and the right is ready to die. No problem. If it is the will of God by permission of Allah. So there is no fight between the truth and the false. Two false right fight. You see the two sense. So in this ayah he is not even defending. He says definitely if you will stretch out your hand towards me to kill me, I will not stretch out my hand towards you to kill you. Surely I fear Allah, the Lord of the worlds. That means I am ready to die. I am ready to get killed. No problem. If you want to kill me, kill me. Go ahead. So further, Al-Maidah 5 and Ayah 29. Inni uridu an tabu abi ismi wa ithmik fatakuna min ashab nar Surely I intend that you reside with my sin and with your sin. So you will be from the, from the companions of fire and that is the reward of the oppressors. I intend, it says, I intend you to reside with my sin. Inni uridu an tabu, tabu abi ismi wa ithmik. To reside my sin and with your sin. So you will be from the companions of the fire and that is the reward of the oppressors. Now we have to understand what is residing with the sin, with my sin and his own sin. There are two sins. There are two uh, mentioning of sins. That is the, uh, one sin is the, the one who is going to kill his sin and there is his own sin. So he says, I intend that you reside with my sin and with your sin. The, res- the word that Arabic is reside means where you live. There is a place where we have, uh, I have got my own residence as my house where I live. Similarly, we reside in our psychology. In our psychology, we live. Everybody lives there in our own psychology. Where we are having righteous deeds with us, we have our wrong deed with us in our psychology where we live and we have other people's evils and badness with us. What other people have done badness or wrong or evil, we know somebody's badness or weaknesses, we know and we reside with that. We want, first of all, we want to find out somebody's force, vulture, we want to find out other people's force and with that person's wrong, we reside. We live in that. 
that that much that person is this he was doing this i know about his personality we reside with that we live with that what is that purpose for what you gain out of nothing except to reside with the other people's weaknesses you reside you live in that you are living in that somebody's else weaknesses you live with that and your own weaknesses or your own wrong or sin so he says you reside with my sin whatever the sins that person has committed you reside with that you you were looking for my sin these are my mistakes these are my problems you reside with that and your own sin you are own sin you also know you understand what i'm saying there are two where you live my own sins you found out that this person mama sheikh has got these sins you know this suppose so because of those sins you know you don't look at their message you look at those sins so you're residing with the sin that i have so you're living with those sins and similarly there are your own sins so you're living with your own sins so this person says you reside with my sin because of my sins you know you live with that in that and at the same time you live with your own sin so what is the purpose of looking at somebody's faults that you start living with that and you don't look at the message you don't look at the sense or the essence you look at the other people's faults or the sins if he has committed so that is the judgment on the nearness of god allah that if somebody's uh, sins you know you are residing all the time you are repeating those sins that person is like this and he has done like this he has done like this that is it you know this okay good and you also know your sins but what are you doing about it you are not doing about anything about your improvement or neither you are doing anything about the other person's knowing what are, what is the benefit suppose this person is changed he is amended he is asked forgiveness from allah that in this case he was accepted by allah his sacrifice was accepted by allah so that is why he say you reside with my sin okay you want to live with my sin you live reside with my sin and you also reside in your own sin live in that this is how people live in the world living means they have got in their psychology they are living with the sins of other people and they are living in the sins of their own nothing doing about anything so this person who sacrifice was accepted he is saying you reside with my sin you live with that and also with with your own sin <clears throat> surah al-maida 5 and ayah 30 next continuation فَطَوَّعَتْ لَهُ نَفْسُهُ قَتْلَ أَخِيهِ فَقَتَلَهُ فَأَصْبَحَ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ So his soul, the self, the psyche led him to volunteer in killing his brother. Then he killed him. So his mourning was from the lost ones. Because he kept in front of him the sin of his. His sin was in front of him and his own sin was. his he it become easy or he it was voluntarily in the killing of his brother so his soul his soul or the self or the psyche led him to kill in the killing of his brother that means he kept the other person's faults in front of him or the sins in front of him that because he's got this sins in him it is justified for me to kill him you understand what i'm saying that it is his sin that person since he came to know the other brother he came to know his sins that says that because of this sins it his sins uh, his psychology psyche led him to volunteer it becomes voluntarily action because he said because he is this wrong he's done this this is wrong i should kill him 
I give you example on the river, on the, on the first of all, you go in on a road and you see somebody goes, hey, this man is doing, everybody starts going and start beating. It is a voluntary action of every male to safeguard the female who said, this man is, is teasing me or, you know, you don't even think that if was she doing mischief, she's doing, she doing mischief or not, but you voluntarily start, they just justify not to, to, you say so many actions we do just, and immediately. So that is a justification or volunt- though I may be doing the same, but at that moment I will rush up first and start hitting, why are you teasing that girl? It is a voluntary reaction of a situation. There are many situations in life that we are justifying our action because this has happened, this, I did this. It is no justification of doing wrong. If a wrong does take place, you are not justified to do the same very act, the wrong. Similarly, his psychology, he knew the sins of that person, of that brother, he knew the sins. So he said, I will let him you reside with that sin. So he knew that sin and his, because he knew the sin, he said, it becomes voluntary action to kill his brother because of a sin. Because this, he knew that this person has committed this sin, I have the right to kill him. It, it, uh, it, so his soul, the self-psyche led him to volunteer in killing his brother. Then he killed him, so his mourning was the lost ones. Why did he kill him? First of all, he, he killed him because he was accepted by Allah. First, his jealousy. He was not accepted, his, his works was not accepted. That is the first jealousy. Now he's covering that jealousy by, by thinking that this person is to be killed because he knew the sins. He knew the wrongs or the sins of that brother. That is why he said you live or reside with that sin of yours, of, of yours and of my sin. You live with that. My sin also you reside and your own sin you reside. So people who look at other people's faults or weaknesses or wrongdoings doesn't justify them to have their feelings for that person the way they have. It is not justified. If somebody is wrong, doesn't mean you to have a bad relation with that person. That is not the justification. That is the point we have to understand because the soul, the self led him to volunteer in killing his brother. Justified him, yes, you can kill him because he's, he's, got a bad, he's got bad character or whatever in his eyes. But in the eyes of Allah, he was accepted. The sacrifice was accepted. But to him, he knew it. Okay, the, I know his sin. That is why you can reside in, in, the sin, in my sin. You can reside with my sin and you can reside in your own sin. With your own sin. So that is the, why he killed him. Now what happened in Surah Al-Maidah 5, 31... فَبَعَثَ اللَّهُ غُرَابًا يَبْحَثُ فِي الْأَرْضِ لِيُرِهُ كَيْفَ يُوَارِي سَوْءَةَ أَخِيهِ قَالَ يَا وَيْلَتَا أَعْجَزْتُ أَنْ أَكُونَ مِثْلَ هَذَا الْغُرَابِ فَأُوَارِيَ سَوْءَةَ أَخِيهِ فَأَصْبَحَ مِنَ النَّادِمِينَ Then Allah appointed a crow who discusses in the earth so that he can show him how to put behind the badness of his brother. He said... Woe to me that I was incapable to be the example of this crow so that I could have put behind the badness of my brother. Then his mourning was from those who repent. Now then Allah appointed a crow. When he has killed his brother, so Allah uh, uh, wanted to educate this person who has killed his brother 
He says, then Allah appointed a crow who discusses in the earth. In Arabic is Yabasa fil Ard. Bahis. So when when we see a crow, what he crows? What do you say in English? Crowing. When a crow crows. Is it right? Eh? So what when when he does? If you look in the world, if any crow is damaged slightly, or you try to hit any crow, the other world crows will shout and make a big noise to an extent that all the crows will be gathered. That shows the feeling of another crow. That he's got a feeling for the other crow. If I'm going to do something to a crow, the other crows will gather by, by behest, by, by crowing. That is the instinct behavior of a crow. So that means these, this shows that how they have feeling for each other. You understand what I'm saying? Or even if they have fight, if there's a fighter going on between the crows, the crows start crowing. So the other crows are gathered together to for us for, for help or whatever the reason. To educate us. Now what is the uh, message in that? When the stars, the crow starts crowing and the crows get together, it safeguards the, the one who has been beaten. So that is an emotional attachment shown by the crow to another crow. Here, when, the, when he has killed his brother, because he was residing with his sin, I was telling you before, now, now you can see that, then Allah appointed a crow, into, uh, a crow who discussed in the earth, so that he can show him how to put behind the badness of his brother. If he knew the sin of his brother, he could have put them behind. He would have looked at his goodness. But he put it in front. He resided, he resided with the sin. He has his sin in his mind. That volunteered him to kill his brother. He, that, that, so that, the, he, that he can show him how to put behind the badness of his brother. That if, if I know somebody's faults, I should put this fall behind myself and look at his goodness that we should all do but the one who keeps who lives in the if somebody's faults or resides with the other sin will will always definitely to attack or do something wrong for that person so this is so that he can show him how to put behind the badness of his brother then he realized and he said woe to me that i was incapable to be the example of this crow so that I could have put behind the badness of my brother. If he would have put the badness of his brother behind his back, the sin that he knew of his brother, that he said, you can reside with the sin of my, my sin. If he knew the sin of his brother, he could put easily put it behind his back. But he did not. And because he did not put his sin behind his back, he kept in front of it, in front of him and justified his act of killing. He justified his act. Because he, he thought this man is wrong, he, I know his sin and he should be killed. But actually he was jealous. But in front of him he put an example to justify his act that because he had done this, committed this act, I have the right to kill him. That is the justification in his psyche. So the crow, when the crow, when Allah appointed the crow and a crow who discusses in the earth and he could see it, so that he, he can show him, that crow can show him, he can understand by the, the act of the crow, 
that he can show him how to put behind the badness of his brother how to put people's faults or badness or sins behind your back but if you don't the moment you look at a person you look at his goodness or badness think like this you will always look at his badness his faults so that means you are residing with his faults you are residing with his sin will not take you anywhere and if you are residing with the sin of somebody else then your your natural reaction towards him will also be wrong natural this is how the problem is <clears throat> so from these ayas we have understood that if if person is looking at somebody's uh, sin if we know somebody's sin we come we normally come to each other's faults we come to know and if we know somebody's sin or wrong doings we should not keep them we should not reside with the sin of somebody else or we should not reside with our own sin reside means you live with that you don't amend you don't correct you don't look or put other people's sin behind your back if you do so then only you can attain goodness but the the the, uh, the narration of this event is educating us this event is an education for us to take guidance that allah appointed a crow to who discuss in the earth so that he can show him how to put behind the badness of his brother when he knew the sin of that brother he should keep it who should have put it behind his back then there would have been no feelings ill feelings for the person but because he did not put his how do we know he did not put his behind his back because previously the ayah says he was residing he said you can reside with my sin so he was keeping his in front of him his his badness his sin in front of him all the time so that made him easy to kill the brother so if you look at somebody's sin and keep it in front of you you are residing with it that is the education that you should keep it behind your back so he said woe to me that i was incapable to be the example of this crow so that i could have put behind the badness of my brother then his morning was from those who repent then he realized in the morning that he had done wrong when he got the example from the crow <clears throat> now in surah same these ayas are in continuation in al-maida 5 and ayah 32 min ajli dalik katabna ala bani israil annahu man annahu man qatala nafsan bi ghayri nafs او فساد في الارض في الارض فكانما قتل الناس جميعا from that time we have written over the children of israel that surely who kills the soul the self or the psyche i've written the bracket who has sacrificed and attained the closeness to allah who is without a soul or is without causing corruption in the earth then surely he is the like he is like the one who has killed all mankind now after this event min ajal dalik min after that event after that time allah says katabna ala bani israil we have written over the children of israel the law is made now what is the law the law is annahu man qatala nafsan bi ghayri nafsin aw fasadin fil ard فَكَأَنَّمَا قَتَلَ النَّاسَ جَمِيعًا Then surely who kills the soul, the self, the psyche 
who is without a soul or who is without causing corruption in the earth then surely he is the one he is like the one who has killed all mankind now in the ayah is that the person who killed who killed a soul a self or a psyche of the other person is is enough be right enough is a psychology psychology soul without a soul now how to understand that a soul or a psyche or a self a soul or a self or a psyche is without a self or a soul or psyche everybody every human being has got a soul has got a snuffs has got a psyche has got a self his self ana i but uh, this this nafs or the psyche is without a soul or self or fasad in filar or causing corruption in the earth any person self or psyche if it is governed by allah and he go, he, he gave his sacrifice and his is attained closeness to allah then his psyche is been purchased by allah his psyche has been purchased by allah and he is just totally in completely submission to allah's governing eyes when he attains sacrifice in the eyes of allah so in other words he won't have his own vain desires hawa khwaishat he won't have he will always go according to the verses or the ahkamat or the governing eyes of allah so allah is referring for that person is without a self or a soul without a self or soul doesn't mean he's a god he's got a self but the one with not a wrong soul or a bad evil soul he won't be elf, uh, uh, with a bad self or a, without a soul when allah says annahu man qatala nafsan bi ghairi nafs that it doesn't mean he's got doesn't have a soul he's got a soul or a self or psyche but he has been accepted he has sacrificed his life he has sacrificed his psyche he has sacrificed his wrong doings he has completely kill himself totally and has been accepted by allah so he is almost like without a soul so if you kill that person you have kill all mankind if a person any person that is after that after that from that time we have written over the children of israel that surely who kills that soul self psyche who has sacrificed and attained the closeness to allah who is without a soul or with, or is without causing corruption in the earth then surely he is like the one who has killed all mankind now my my discussion we are discussing the killing so any person who kills any other person listen to me very carefully he, if any person who kills any other person psychologically do you think he has killed all mankind excuse me yes you have to tell, give me the answer if i kill a person any person if i suppose kill any person have i killed all mankind no so if i kill psychologically a person who has attained who has sacrificed his life and attained closeness to allah psychologically if i kill do you think i have killed all mankind no no think very carefully psychologically Huh? Or physically, if a person listen to me, if a person kills a person physically, that person who is attained 
who has attained sacrifice, who has, who has sacrificed and attained closeness to Allah, if that person is being killed in the world physically, would be killing all mankind? You are confused both. We have to understand now. We have to understand what type of killing we are discussing. That is why I am putting this question to you. That in this context I was discussing, we have to come to a conclusion that did this wrong brother kill him physically or only kill him psychology? We must understand the result is Allah is telling us it is like a killing all mankind. If any person kills, if any person kills a person who is who has sacrificed and attained closeness to Allah, if he is being psychologically killed, would be killing as a whole mankind. No. If he is being killed physically, would be killing all mankind. Right? So we can understand in this context is a physical killing. Or it is a psychological killing. Because you cannot kill a psychological, psychologically person who is psychologically in the, who has already sacrificed his life to Allah, you cannot kill his psychology. You cannot kill his psychology because his life is with Allah. You see that he said, when I said, I will stretch my hand to kill you. So he said, I will not defend. So that means you cannot change his psychology. He is already ready to die. So that means psychologically you cannot kill him except that you have to kill him physically. You are falling or not falling? We have to come to a conclusion that this killing was a physical killing to a person who is accepted by Allah, who has taken uh, who's given sacrifice for Allah and attained closeness to Allah. You cannot kill that person psychologically because he is so strong. You cannot kill him physically. His soul or the psyche is purchased by Allah. So you cannot kill him. He has already sold out his self. Or psychology. So you cannot change his psychology. You have to kill him physically to attain what you want your plan is. But the person who killed him, the brother who killed him, because he put in front of him his sin, his wrongdoings, to justify his act, because he can tell the other people, because he was wrong in these aspects, that is why I killed him. That is why you will not people when they want to kill somebody or even they want to talk somebody about bad is always defining somebody's sin in justifying the justifying that because of his he was wrong like this this I killed him or I did this wrong I hit him or I did this so this is the this is we have understood or analyzed in this very ayah that this person was killed physically and this killing in the eyes of God is killing whole mankind not a, an ordinary man if you see in the road somebody is killing somebody you say he is killing all mankind no no you even kill any person no you have to understand that is the person who is accepted by Allah whose sacrifice is accepted by Allah who has been close to Allah if anybody kills that person and that person is basically killing is a killing of all mankind that is the we have understood that's a physical killing and who is killing physically the physical kill from here we understand the physical kill is being done by a, a person who is not as a non-muslim a non-believer whose sacrifice was not accepted by Allah whose sacrifice was not 
accepted by Allah, he is killing the one whose sacrifice has been accepted by Allah. So that is the first physical killing. First means the first we have understood the one understood from this from this discussion. The first killing we have under is a physical killing. Now we read the same first further ayat. Woman ahiyaha faka anama ahiya ahiyan nasa jamia. Walakad ya atum rusuluna bil bayinat. Thumma inna kasira minhum baada dalika fil adila musrifun. And who has sacrificed and attained the closeness of Allah gives, gives life to her soul, self or psyche then surely it is like the one who has given life to all mankind. And without doubt there has, there has come to them our messengers with clarifications. Then after that surely amongst them majority are those who exceed in killing on the earth. Now now another ayah, the further continuation of the ayat is that who gives life, the ayat only says who gives life to a psyche or a self or a psychology, then surely it is the one, it is like the one who has given life to all mankind. Now how a person gives life to all mankind? Because this giving life to one person is giving life to all mankind. Now, is it a saving by medically? Somebody was dying at a particular situation, I run, rush around and we take it to a hospital and his life was saved. Is it saving life of mankind? Is it a saving of life of all mankind? Because the Arabic says that is like saving. Uh, so who, how? How we can give life? Woman ahyaha And who? gives life to a psyche or a self or soul, then surely it is the one who has given life to all mankind. How would be that one person if gives life to another person? How a person gives life to another person? And that giving life is giving life to all mankind. You have to understand this. How a person can give life to another person and saving his life, uh, that is giving life to all mankind. How would it be? By saving medically? No. Then how? Then we have to understand, the Quran speaks, uh, there are different ayahs, there's a separate lecture that I was intending to give, how in the eyes of God, Allah says, when a person kills himself, or he is dead in the way of Allah, do not call them dead, they are alive. Well, this is not a topic, but I'm just giving this a, a separate topic. Those who are dead in the way of Allah do not, who are dead in the way of Allah, do not call them dead, they are alive. So, how a person is alive, Allah said, those who are in the way of Allah dead. But they are not dead, they are alive. So a person who knows how to be alive in the world, how to be alive in the world, that person can give life to other people. So the same person we will refer to, the, the same ayah we are referring to the context of this ayah is, the one who has given sacrifice and has attained 
the nearness of Allah, the same person who has given his life for Allah can give life to the other person. The one who has attained, I've written down the sacrifice and attained closest to Allah. He, when he knows how he has attained that closest, how his sacrifice was accepted, he can tell other people how you can attain sacrifice and closest to Allah. And that is giving life. And that is giving life to giving life to all mankind. That is the saving of a life. You understand what I'm saying? If you can know, first of all, you must know how you have to die, how you have to kill, how you have to get killed in the way of Allah. Physically and psychology, that's a separate topic. But once you have done it, you have to know how to give life to the other person. That is, it says, and who has sacrificed and attained the closeness of Allah gives life to her soul psyche. Surely then, surely it is the one who has given life to all mankind. So a person who can give life to the other person, only that person who knows how to get sacrificed and can get in the, from the Allah the closeness. If you know how to get closest to Allah, if you know how to sacrifice and get the good pleasures of Allah, then you can share with the other people. Otherwise you cannot. And that person can give life and that giving life is giving life to all mankind. Now this is a physical life or psychological life? Physical life, psychological life. Physically we are all alive. But physically we are all alive, but physically we are dead. Psychologically we are dead. Physically we are alive. In this ayah, the, the, the second portion of the ayah is telling us psychologically life. The previous context of the ayah is a physical killing. So that means a non-believer kills a believer. Non-believer who's, is, who's not being accepted, whose sacrifice is not being accepted, kills a person whose, whose sacrifice is being accepted to Allah, who, who kills him. But that person who is accepted by Allah and if he has to if he gives life he can give Allah says who gives life if he gives life to the person he can give life to all mankind this is when who is closest who is sacrificed and attained closest to Allah gives life to a psyche or self then surely it is like the one who has given life to all mankind so we must understand the other portion of this ayah the, the, the same ayat. In this context, we are discussing a psychological life to mankind. If you give education to the Quranic ayat, the essence, if people understand and they amen, that is giving a psychological life to, even you give to one, that's giving life to all mankind. Not only one, one. So that is, is referring to one. And who has sacrificed and attained the closeness of Allah gives life to her, a psyche, then surely it is like the one who has given life to all mankind. And without doubt there has come to them our messengers with clarifications. Then after that, surely amongst them, majority are those who exceed in killing on the earth. Allah is clarifying further that without doubt this was written on the children of Israel. And without doubt, there came to the there came to the children there came to the children of Israel, children of Israel the messengers, and when the messengers came, and everything was explained, but still the majority amongst them are exceeding in killing on the earth, and that killing is physical, 
that killing is physical that the majority of the people are killing physically that messengers came with clarification and after that surely amongst them majority of those who exceed in killing on the earth meaning in spite of the fact the messengers came and with clarifications the, uh, the, the understanding was clear to them with clarifications they came still after that people exceeded in the killing the killing went on people still are killing each other physically without understanding how to get killed in the eyes of Allah how to get sacrifice in the eyes of Allah with the people still exceeded in the killing they did not took the heed from these ayahs that that is what it says without doubt there has come to them our messengers with clarification then after that surely amongst them majority of those are those who exceed in the killing of the earth this majority of the people still kept on killing each other no matter the messengers came with clarifications not one messenger all the messages plural in the Arabic is plural without doubt there came to them our messengers with clarification then majority among them after that that in the earth they were exceed in killing physical killing 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 is going on At then, and that is what we can see on the earth that the majority of the people are killing each other physically physically they are killing and those are not righteous in the eyes of God so in this this, this event has described this was the event that I recited to you is, this, is the narration or the prophecy of two sons of Adam and we have come to know from this, this prophecy that a person who is righteous Allah asked them to sacrifice their lives to get closeness to Allah so they both gave the sacrifice both gave the sacrifice but the one whose sacrifice was accepted by Allah who was righteous in the eyes of Allah that is why his sacrifice was accepted so the one whose sacrifice was not accepted wanted to kill him so he, the, the one whose sacrifice was accepted was righteous in the eyes of God he was right according to our in, in the worldly understanding he has got the right to kill them the one whose sacrifice was not accepted in the worldly point of view but in the, in the Quran it is the, exactly the opposite we are reading exactly opposite is that the one whose sacrifice was accepted the other fellow got jealous first of all and then he put his sin in front of him that person's sin in front of him and his own sin was he was residing and he did not put his sin behind his back and that sin that he kept in front in front of him volunteered him to kill him it make it made it make him easy to kill the brother and once he killed the brother Allah by showing the crows and giving an example a crow is simply telling that even the animals know this that you cannot kill each other and it, or how the emotions of feelings are so that the crow example it tells us that how he showed him how he should have uh, kept behind his back the badness of his brother but he kept it in front of not only in front of but he resided in it he always lived in the in the badness or the, in the sins of that brother then what was the law made that a person who is righteous who's accepted by Allah whose sacrifice is accepted by Allah if the man is going to kill this person 
if anyone is going to kill this person he it is killing like all mankind this is the law and if this person who is been accepted by allah who sacrifice accepted by allah he can give life to human beings who are stray who are lost and if the message delivered and if they are alive by this message that is giving life psychologically to all mankind that is the law so in these two ayats we have read another now another event that i am going to read is another event is telling us you will by this reading of this ayah you will understand is it is a physical killing and a psychological you will i will read and then we'll analyze al qasas 28 and ayah 15 wa dakhala al madinata ala hina ghaflatin min ahliha فوجد فيها رجلين يقتتلان هذا من شيعتي وهذا من عدوي فاستغاث فاستغاثه الذي من شيعتي على الذي من عدوي فوكسه موسى فقضى عليه قال هذا من عمل الشيطان انه عدو مضل مبين ان وين موسى entered al madina the city at a time when his people were inattentive then he found two men fighting in it one was from his sect and the other from his enemy so the one from his sect seek his aid musa's aid over the one from his enemy then musa struck him with a fist so he ended his life over him he said this is from the work of the shaitan satan surely he is a clear enemy the one who misleads another event or narration from the quranic ayas is when the musa entered a city al madina at a time when the people were in ghaflat inattentive ghafla min ahliha ghafla min ahliha means they were inattentive those the people were not attentive at inattentive he entered the city and he found two people fighting he found people to fighting one was from his sect musa salam is the messenger of allah musa salam is the messenger of allah his sect means musa salam's follower a believer musa salam's follower and a believer he found that two men are fighting one was from his sect meaning musa salam's follower and musa salam's group believer group and the other was from his enemy other was from his enemy musa salam's enemy musa salam is a messenger of allah his enemy and means allah's enemy that means a non believer the other one is a non believer one from his sect is a muslim submitter or a believer and a one from the opposite set uh, sect of musa salam and musa salam is a messenger of allah so a person a, from his sect would be a believer or a muslim or a or a mu'min a, a muslim means submitter a mu'min means a believer and his enemy musa salam's enemy is an enemy to allah is an enemy to muslim and a believer they were fighting both of these people both of these two were fighting so the one who is a believer seek aid he assisted asked aid or assisted assisted he asked his assistant assistance of of musa salam so musa salam 
struck him by aiding him instead of going and having a dialogue or a discussion he struck him with a fist and ended his life who's the enemy musa salam struck the enemy and ended his life that means according to the worldly understanding he did right he killed the enemy of allah he killed the enemy of the messenger according to the worldly point of view he did right but according to the ayah the moment he he ended so he ended his life he said this is the work from the work of the shaitan qala hada min amalish shaitan killing what is the work of the shaitan is the killing the enemy of allah the killing of the messenger's enemy is is the, is the is the killing killing believe me the killing this is musa salam killed he did not even intended to kill but he just struck him his he had a so powerful fist of war that he did not intended to kill him but the person died so that means according to the worldly understanding he killed the enemy he should be rewarded but according to the ayat of the quran musa salam the messenger of allah he said qala hada min amal ash-shaitan innahu aduvum mudhillum mubin musa salam said this is from the work of the shaitan his act of killing the enemy is from the work of the shaitan the satan surely he is a clear enemy the one who misleads and open a clear enemy who misleads how this shaitan is misleading that the people are killing not one hundreds and thousands have got a license thinking they are right in the eyes of god they are thinking they are the believers and have got the license to kill a non muslim they think like this allah says musa salam says innahu aduvum mudhillum mubin he says surely he is a clear enemy the one who misleads he is misleading the whole so called label muslim world that they have got the license to kill a non muslim this is the shaitan the satan the devil is is openly clearly with so confidence they are killing as if they are doing right he's he's misleading totally clearly openly misleading and the one people are were killing he's they are thinking they are doing right they are so confident that it is the righteous in the eyes of god and musa islam the messenger of allah who is killing an enemy not he did not even intended to do so he immediately says this is the amal shaitan amal shaitan i did it but i did wrong this is an act or the amal shaitan qala hada min amal shaitan he said this is the works of the shaitan killing the enemy of allah killing the enemy of messenger musa salam what is the lesson what are we reading we are what do you think this is a physical or psychological killing excuse me you have to tell me is it physical or psychological physical killing by fisting you are hitting a fish is psychological hitting fitting it's a physical hit and he died on the spot he did not intend in musa salam but he said qala hada min amal ash-shaitan meaning very clearly that if you kill 
who if you anybody who thinks that he is right a believer who is in the eyes of god if he thinks that he is going to kill a non muslim he is not following musa the messenger or muhammad rasulullah or any messenger he is following the amle shaitan he is following the shaitan the devil the satan by taking somebody's life this is the judgment look in the deen and the islam surely the judgment in the nearness of allah is islam to attain peace he is the judge and on the day of the judgment on the day of judgment he will give you the license of a believer or non believer by putting you into garden or into fire who are you to judge who are you to judge and kill any other human being because of judgment is on the eyes of god it is on the day of judgment if all mankind today in the world believers who so called liberal muslims or so called liberal believers they think they have got the license to kill somebody else is not definitely from allah or not from quran it is definitely from the shaitan the satan because you are taking somebody's life why are you who are you you are thinking you are in garden are you sitting in the garden that you can kill any other person have you have taken the privilege of taking the goodness pleasures of allah the one who takes the goodness and pleasures of allah he is ready to die instead of to kill he is ready to die get killed instead of to kill that person says if you stretch your hand to kill me i will not stretch my hand to even return back that is the example of a good believer in the eyes of a girl allah and that is the example of the sacrifice accepted by allah he is not even there to defend he is ready to get killed and musa al islam the messenger of allah did not intended to kill the fellow the the person the enemy of allah the moses musa islam's enemy he just struck with a fist and he died immediately he realized qala hada min amr ash-shaitan he said this is the work of the shaitan innahu aduwwun mudillu mubin surely he is a clear enemy the one who mislead so i am telling you why i have read these are the two basics events hadith in the quranic ayas where you can attain the principles of killing though i will be delivering other lectures of the killings to explain more detail how to die in the way of allah to be alive in the way of allah you have to get killed you have to die but there that is a separate lecture in this lecture we i have just discussing the two events that are narrating the physical both two are physical killing musa salam also killed physically and the one who's was accepted by allah was also killed physically in surah al-qasas 28 16 continuation musa salam says qala rabbi inni zalamtu nafsi faghfirli faghfara lah innahu huwal ghafurur rahim he said oh my lord surely i have oppressed my soul self psyche so have forgiveness for me then he forgave him surely his forgiving merciful musa salam when he 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 killed the person he said this is the amal shaitan this is the work of the satan he says oh my lord surely i have oppressed my soul by killing that person by killing the enemy of allah by killing the enemy of musa salam by killing the non believer he has oppressed my soul i have oppressed my soul self psyche so have forgiveness for me have forgiveness for me then he forgave him surely his forgiving merciful do you understand what i am saying 
so in this context he, he agreed to it i have oppressed my soul so we this this is a lesson this narration is educating us that we have no right to kill another fellow another person who even is an enemy to allah we have no right on the contrary you have to be the righteous brother or the son of the adam we have to take that example we have to attain so much of goodness so much of righteousness in the eyes of allah that you are accepted by allah your sacrifice your life sacrifice is accepted by allah so that people should stand up and start killing you physically psychology totally and finally kill you so that is the that is the purpose of your life in this world if you are really true in the nearness of allah then you must be ready to give your life not to kill you must be ready to sacrifice your life in the cause of allah you must be ready and that is sacrifice is by all character whatever the governing ayat the muhkamat ayat are you must take it understand it believe it practice it and give your life that is the purpose by this 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 event we have understood that musa salam did not intend to kill but he struck the person and he died and the moment he died he understood this is the work of amle shaitan he said this is the work of the satan and he said surely uh, uh, he said oh my lord surely i have oppressed my soul self psyche so have forgiveness for me then he forgave him allah forgave him surely is forgiving merciful so if we are here to take lesson we must understand we must not kill but on the contrary we must defend not even defend somebody comes and kills us but if we are here trying to defend ourselves by our own standards we will fight and you will die believe me you have to kill you have to be killed in any in any, any way you have to die or you get killed in any way there is no but eternal person who is going to live forever here choice is ours choice is ours nobody is going to live forever here i finish this one more verse and then inshallah alqasas 28 and ayah 17 qala rabbi bima an'amta alayya falan akuna zahida lil mujrimin and ibrahim oh sorry musa salam said in the following ayah this is in all continuation he said oh my lord with what you have blessed over me then definitely i will never back up those who are criminals in the ayah allah musa salam is referring to that believer as a criminal because he was he was asking to help him you know he said oh my lord with what you have blessed over me when he asked for forgiveness he understood this is the amle shaitan that is the amle shaitan then definitely i will never back up those who are criminals i will not be assistance to those who are criminals asking for help help i am a believer this guy is killing hitting me this guy is i am a believer you are a party to me he is he is hitting me you help me so in this cause we must understand if you are a believer then if somebody is asking just to create a confusion in the world we must not be assisting them we must know that allah is telling us he said oh my lord musa said oh my lord with what you have blessed over me after the forgiveness was given to him he says oh oh my lord with what you have blessed over me then definitely i will never back up those who are criminals among the because this person was among the muslim community who was asking for help 
who was asking, he was a believer, he was asking that this pan is, is hitting me or killing me or fighting, they were fighting, both were fighting. So he asked for help and Musa Islam helped him by hitting him. And then it was an Amal Shaitan, a, a work of the Satan. He asked for forgiveness. And after the forgiveness, he realized, he also admitted that I will never back up those who are criminals among us, among us, among the believers. So it is in the world you can see that among the people there are criminals, so-called labeled Muslims, or so-called they say believers, they are reciting the Quran, they are reading the ayahs. And among them are people who are creating this kind of mischief in the world. They are creating mischief in the world, within the among the Muslim community, in the believers community. So if you back them, you are into problem yourself. So the, this was the lecture uh, with two events. I come to an end with, with just uh, closing this understanding what we have understood. There are, I have recited today only two events regarded, regarding of killing. And in those two events, both killing is physical. Both the killing is physical. The son of Adam who, who, who killed the other son whose sacrifice was accepted was a physical killing. And Musa Islam is a messenger of Allah who is righteous in the sight of Allah who is Allah's messenger. He killed accidentally a non-believer, a Muslim, a culprit who is not accepted by Allah. He killed him. But he said this is the amal shaitan because he took the life of another person. So you must understand that he, Allah says he is the enemy. Allah is using the word enemy in the ayats. That he is from Musa Islam's enemy. And there is no enemy between a messenger and another man except Allah. It is the religion. It is the acceptance of Allah and not the acceptance. We can say uh, each other enemy on our own just or unjust motives. Then you are my enemy. If I say you are my enemy on the, ju- on the basis of my own standards. But if you believe in the eyes of God, Allah is narrating that he was Musa Islam's enemy, meaning he was the enemy of a messenger. A righteous person in the eyes of God and the wrong person. So that wrong person was killed by Musa Islam accidentally and he asked for forgiveness from Allah. That means you cannot kill even if you are right in the eyes of God. You are justified in the act. You still have don't have the right to kill a person. This is the inclusive results of these two narrations or the events. That we believers, we can kill. I will give you, be delivering another lecture. We can kill psychologically every man. Because we can get killed psychologically in the eyes of God. By the verses of Allah, we have to kill our unjust desires. We kill our psychology and we give our life to Allah and sacrifice our lives to Allah by the commandments and following the orders of Allah. That is a psychological killing of ourselves. And that when we can do, we can educate others by the same verses, by the same ayahs and kill them. That Allah has ordered in the most of the ayahs to kill the other people psychologically, not physical. So you will look in the verses of the Quran, mostly the people who are non-believers are killing physically the believers. As we look in the sons of Adam, he was killed physically because he was accepted by Allah. He was a nearness to Allah. His, his sacrifice was accepted by Allah. He was killed. So who killed the other person? 
And mostly these people are trying, he said in one of the places in Ibrahim al-Islam, when he delivered the message to his father, he said, you, if you stop, we will kill you or you put you into fire. Again, they, then Firon said, you are going to believe, I will cut off your hands. So it is all the non-Muslims all the time doing physical acts on the believers. It is the other way around. He says, stone to death, I will kill you, stone to death you. There are against the prophets, Messenger Ibrahim. So these are the commandments, you look in the narrations of the ayahs, that Allah has not ordered physical kill to a believer. That is all psychological. That will be a separate lecture, inshallah. Yeah, then we will you'll be better in a position to understand. I end here. Thank you. Yes, my question is regarding uh, a believer killing somebody by mistake. If a believer kills another person uh, by mistake, then what is the compensation for that? How do you rectify if you have killed somebody mistakenly? Thank you. Brother Muhammad Sheikh. You see, uh, I will refer to two, three verses. Uh, two verses rather uh, one is uh, Surah Nisa 4 you can write down the reference Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah is 92 and another reference is Surah Al-Isra 17 and Ayah 33 <coughs> I read the first Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah 92 now, I, you see, the brother was asking that what is the compensation of a believer if he kills a believer physically? That's a physical killing. And we can, when I read the ayat, we can understand is it a physical or psychological killing. We can always refer to You must uh, uh, develop the habit of putting the psychological, physical both in the ayat. You understand yourself. I read this. Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah 92 وَمَا كَانَ لِمُؤْمِنٍ أَنْ يَقْتُلَ مُؤْمِنًا إِلَّا خَطَأَ خَطَأَ وَمَنْ قَتَلَ مُؤْمِنًا خَطَأَ فَتَحْدِيرُ رَقَبَةٍ مُؤْمِنًا وَدِيَّةٌ مُسَلَّمَةٌ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِ إِلَّا أَنْ يَصَّدَّقُوا It is, I read, I will read further but I read half portion It is not for a believer that he should kill a believer except by mistake and who kills a believer by mistake then he liberates a believer slave and submit blood money to his family except they may remit or give sadhka in charity now your question was that what is the compensation if you kill a believer the compensation for a believer if he, first of all he must not kill a believer now a believer is killing a believer is not killing a non-believer the question was a believer kills a believer so if the believer kills a believer the compensation is that he must give the blood money and blood money is the amount of the the person that he has been the person who has been killed his status his uh, financial uh, earnings that is uh, decided between the parties that is the blood money. And at the same time, he has to release, uh, uh, liberates a believer slave. If somebody, you find it in the world, there are people who are slaves and he is a believer slave, he has to do two acts. If he kills a believer, a believer is being killed by a believer, he must liberate a slave. You, may find, you have to find out where a moment or a believer slave is. 
you have to release him or liberate him one act second act you have to give the blood money or a, an equal uh, amount of money is decided between the two parties that is the one portion the other portion of the ayat is fa'in kana min qawmin aduwwil lakum wa huwa mu'min fatahrir raqaba raqabatin mu'mina wa in kana min qawmin bainak bainakum wa bainahum misaq fadiyatun musallamatun ila ahli wa tahrir raqabatin mu'mina faman lam yajid fasiyamu shahrayn mutatabi'ain tawbatan min allah wa kana allah aliman hakima then if he is from the people who are enemy for you and he is a believer meaning is your enemy like like if he is a uh, believer but he is from the enemy an enemy side then you liberate again a, a believer slave and if he is from the people with whom there is a covenant between you and them then submit blood money towards his family and then you liberate a believer slave but if you do not find this act you cannot find a believer slave and you do not have this to submit money blood money you don't have you cannot submit the blood money you don't have that capacity so allah is telling you that you have to fast for two consecutive months you see in you have killed a believer by mistake you have taken a life of a believer by mistake not an ordinary man so allah is asking to release a believer slave and if got wealth and money then you have to submit blood money but if you cannot do this then you have to fast two consecutive months in compensation for a murder of a believer not a murder against a murder what the law in the world is that he has killed my brother i have got the right to kill him that is the enmity going on in the world but on the contrary allah is asking to to have to if you have killed not an enemy you have killed a believer musa salam did not kill kill a believer he killed an enemy if he is a believer then you have to fast for 2 months if you don't have anything meaning you don't you don't have to you don't have to submit you cannot submit blood money and you cannot uh, release a believer slave then you can fast for 2 months now another verse that i was reading <coughs> surah al-asra 1733 you see now that that verse is wala taqtulun nafsal lati harrama allah illa bil haqq wa man qutila mazluman faqad ja'alna li waliyhi sultana fala yusrif fil qatl innahu kana mansura and do not kill a soul that allah has forbidden except with the truth and whoever is killed oppressively or oppression and oppression so definitely we made authority for his protector so do not exceed in killing surely he is being helped in this verse also allah is giving a commandment or an order or a muhkam muhkam ayat or a governing ayat wala taqtulun nafs allati harrama allah illa bil haqq that you do not kill a soul or a self or a psyche do not kill which allah has made forbidden for you harrama allah it is forbidden to you illa bil haqq except with the truth 
you can kill the soul or the psyche or the self except with the truth so how can you kill a soul or psyche with the truth means physical is a knife or a bullet or a gun psychological kill illa bil haq with the truth truth will not take away your life it will give you life so allah he says wala taqtulun nafs allati harram allah do not kill soul psyche allah has made forbidden illa bil haq except with the truth you kill with the gun with the machine gun no with a pistol no with the truth so with the truth is illa bil haq is the truth of allah's ayats allah's ayat are bil haq are the truth you kill people with the truth illa bil haq but in the same as if somebody has killed physically again waman qutila mazluma faqad ja'alna li wali sultana then allah is given the authority to his wali his brother or protector whoever is a caretaker you can give his his uh, 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 the same wadiya uh, who has killed in under suppression so definitely we made the authority for his protector so do not exceed in killing so in these two ayat that i was referring to if you have killed by mistake a believer then there are certain rules that you have to follow what you have to do but if you kill somebody who is this is again you can see in the eyes this is a physical killing this is not a psychological killing this is a physical killing and there is a compensation also mentioned in the quranic ayat if you kill a physical a believer physically and this believer is of the same of the same or the enemy lines or, or within the, within the party then you have to give a blood submit blood money and you have to release liberate a muslim believer and if you cannot do so then you have to fast continuously for 2 months that's the answer thank you okay assalam alaikum shaikh sir my name is tanveer nasir my question is just uh, quran has described two types of killing uh, one is uh, spiritual or psychological and the two is uh, f- physical killing how would we distinguish in the light of quran the two types of killing okay uh, when we i was reading the ayas i was reciting the ayas and i was asking this question that is this a physical killing or a psychological when i was saying that when you read the ayat and you look at the context of the text and then we analyze the ayat then we can understand here it was a physical killing all this time and up till now i have recited few ayats like for example if you kill a believer is it psychological or physical just now before this brother kashi was asking this question was it a physical killing believer kill or a psychological kill it was a, a, a psychological kill. no no this person physical killing physical okay that we have to give submit blood money we have to fast that for two physical. months it's a physical kill yeah. and the in the ayat that i related that the two brothers the one brother was killed was psychological or physical kill that was psychological physical kill it was again sexual <laughs> little confusion i would like to i was explaining uh, i am explaining you that if you read the context or the text and analyze that aya that when a, that the, the the person who has killed the brother was a physical kill musa islam killed was a physical kill you can analyze this if it is a psychological it will not be a killing of all mankind and psychologically a person who is a like for example messenger of god you cannot how can you kill them psychologically you cannot kill them like who is righteous in the eyes of god you cannot because he said if you stretch my hand to kill me 
I will not stretch my hand to kill you. Meaning he is not even ready to defend. That means stretching a hand for somebody is a physical kill. So that means he is not even ready to defend himself. So in that context, you will, when we read the ayat, is a physical killing. So when I read the ayat, you can understand this is a physical killing. Now, I, I will read you another ayah in Surah At-Tawbah 9 and I will read uh, in 111 ayah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I suppose here and what it does it mean and surely Allah has purchased from the believers their souls or selves and their wealth in return is garden for them they fight in the way of Allah then they kill their souls or psyche and their souls get killed a promise on him in truth in at Tawrah the law and the, so that is the okay now now we have to, I, I am just trying to read this ayat, this one ayat, a portion of ayat, then we will analyze. Inna Allah ashtara minal mu'mineen. Surely Allah has purchased from the believers their psyche. Anfusam wa Their psychology and psyche and their wealth. Their possession is wealth and their psyche is their psychology. So, in Allah ashtara, surely Allah has purchased minal mu'minin from the believers and for some, their psyche, their psychology, and their wealth. When I, now we have to understand how, if Allah is going to purchase my psychology and I am ready to sell off my psychology, they say that this man is a puppet of Soetri because he has been purchased by America. Means he cannot do of his own. This man has been purchased by so and so. Similarly, when Allah purchases anyone, that means he cannot run his own vain desires now. He is sell off. He is always, he will be in the connection with Allah's verses. He cannot be, has his own opinions then. His own desires. His own uh, wishes. His, he, he, when he, Allah has purchased his personality, psychology. And his wealth, his wealth also, his all the earnings that he's doing is not for his doing is for wife and children and everything and family and making to get pleasure out of his land. He's doing it for Allah. So you must understand whenever a person is being purchased by Allah, so his psychology is all dependent on Allah's rules and regulations. So their behavior is described further. In return, they get garden. They fight in the way of Allah. Whom they are fighting? Who they are fighting? Sorry? Themselves. No, they are not fighting the others, they are fighting themselves. They fight in the way of Allah means they are fighting their, their psychology. Because their psychology is not more than their own. And in the way of Allah, they know what are the ways and the governing ayahs. So they are fighting in the way of Allah. Means they look at the commandments of Allah and they and they kill and get killed. Who they fought? In the ayah, it doesn't refer to any other person. So you must understand how my, my psychology is being purchased. My psychology when purchased, I, Allah said, they fight in the way of Allah, they kill and get killed. Both acts. 
how can you this you must is it a physical killing or psychology remember that how you fight in the way of Allah when my psychology is no more mine all the orders that I have to follow I will follow and in that falling I have to fight in the way of Allah fight with who? with myself I am fighting with my own psychology that you understand so yuqatiluna fi sabirillah they fight in the way of Allah fayaktulun fayaktulun means they kill وَيُقْتَلُونَ and get killed themselves and if I read further the same now you we are discussing physical psychology وَعَدًا عَلَيْهِ فِي التَّورَاتِ وَعَدًا عَلَيْهِ حَقًّا فِي التَّورَاتِ وَالْإِنْجِيلِ وَالْقُرْآنِ وَمَنْ عَوْفَ بِأَحْدِ مِنَ اللَّهِ فَاسْتَبْشِرُوا بِبَيْعِكُمُ الَّذِي بَعْيَعْتُمْ بِهِ وَذَلِكَ هُوَ الْفَوْزُ الْعَزِيمِ this uh, this is the a promise on him in truth in the Torah and the Anjil and the Quran uh, and who can fulfill with his promise than Allah then rejoice or enjoy with your deal that you bargain with him and that is the supreme achievement now if you look in the ayat Allah said this is that when you fight in the way of Allah, you get you kill and you get killed. You fight in the way of Allah, you kill and you get killed. This is the behavior of those people who has give sell off their lives. Allah has purchased their psychologies. Life means psychology. Anfusam wa amwalum and their wealth. Now further he says, when you have done this is the promise of Allah in truth in the Torah and the Injil and in the Quran. And then Allah says, then who is more, who can fulfill his promise than Allah, then rejoice. Then rejoice with your deal that you bargain with him. How can I bargain and rejoice with Allah if I am killed? Psychological killing. Psychologically. You see, if Allah has purchased my, my uh, psychology, I can rejoice. I have given my life to Allah, I have given my psychology to Allah, then I am I am I am fighting in the way of Allah and I am killing and I am getting killed. Then Allah says, then you rejoice. First of be then rejoice with the with your deal with Allah that you bargain with him. So this very one ayat, if you read carefully, you must understand if you read carefully, you understand it is not a killing somebody else. The ayat they are using that you people read this ayat and, and killing the other fellow. It is not telling us here. I am telling you all the ways that even if you know how now in this ayah we know that how do we kill ourselves. And when we know how we kill ourselves then we have to fight in the way of Allah. We have to kill and get killed. And then we have to rejoice of the deal we have done with Allah. Because Allah says that Allah has purchased from the believers their psyches and their wealth. And once Allah has purchased, then you are no more yourself. Yourself is, is programmed or a puppet of Allah's ayahs and governing ayahs. You will always do what Allah says. You always refer to an ayah and then implement. You always refer to an ayah and implement. So this kind of example is also mentioned in one more ayat. I give you an example. Is, is, is mentioned in the in Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 54. وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ يَا قَوْمِ إِنَّكُمْ ظَلَمْتُمْ 
انفسکم بتخاذکم العجل فتوبوا الى بارئکم فقتلوا انفسکم ذالکم خیر لکم عند بارئکم فتاب علیکم انه هو التواب الرحیم سورہ بقرہ 2 and ayah 54 and remember Moses said to his people oh my people you have indeed oppressed yourselves by your worship of the calf so turn in repentance to the, your maker and kill your souls فَقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ kill your souls psychologically if you if you kill if I Allah Musa Islam says فَقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ kill yourselves so do you mean physically I kill myself No. no, it is kill yourself means psychology. That we will that is better for you in the sight of your maker than he turned towards you for his oft returning most merciful. Musa Salam is saying that you have Wait Kala Musa Likomi and when Musa said to his people, Yaqobi, oh my people, in Nakum Valantum and Fusakum, you have oppressed your souls, meaning you went wrong against the against the commandments of Allah. That is the oppressions oppression over the soul you have oppressed your souls so that is why he says Musa Islam say you kill yourselves kill your psyches kill yourselves that doesn't mean you have oppressed yourself, you kill yourself so a person who is how he kills himself and becomes alive in the eyes of Allah in the nearness of Allah that's a separate lecture but I'm telling you that when you read the ayahs you can distinguish this is a psychological killing and this is a physical killing so these two three eyes that i read you can understand it's a psychological killing thank you thank you thank you very much my, my name is shaish rafat ali <coughs> my question is from surah kahf 18 and ayat number 74 can you read what is the question fan talaqa hatta idha laqiya ghulaman faqatalahu qala aqal aqtalta nafsan zakiya bi ghairi nafs yes laqad jita shay'an nukra Yeah, can you explain about this? Is this a physical killing or? It's a physical killing. Physical killing. And why are the Musa is asking Begayr and Nafs? What is? No. Can you explain about the Begayr and no, Nafs? No, no. Actually, this is a whole narration. It's a narration that is in, in, with, in Surah Kaif, Musa Salaam and this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person, personality, whoever this personality says to the messenger Musa Salaam. He's not a human being, of course. Okay. He's telling Musa Salaam, you cannot... Uh, go along with me because of the decision that I take. So Musa Islam said, no, no, I, I would like to go with you. But and anyhow, he comes in this position and he says, this, uh, then, then uh, they come to this position and the Musa Islam saw that he killed, a he, he is asking Musa Islam questioning, you have killed a soul, Zakia means uh, justified, who is without a psyche, without nafs. According to Musa Islam, that this boy is a justified soul without a psyche. It means he's like the righteous person, but he's a small kid. Okay. Musa Islam is seeing that kid is like this. You understand? Is a justified, is a is a psychology, nafsan zakiya. Nafs means a psychology, is a, is a, is a justified soul. Psychology. Justified soul. Justified soul. Okay. Without a soul. That means he's zaki, justified, he must not be killed. According to Musa Islam, he understands that this small kid, I'm using the word small kid, he's, a soul, he's got a soul, because the small kids have got a soul, it, it is, they are not justified to be killed. Justified without a soul, they, they, don't have a, they don't have desires of 
vain desire, they are just kids. But so this is reference to that contest. So Musa Salam is viewing that child and he expresses that you akatalta, that you killed nafsan, nafs is a soul, a self, zakia, means justified, bigare nafs is without a soul or psyche. Okay. He's saying it. But if you read the answer to this uh, in, 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 in Surah, surah uh, same ayat 80, وَأَمَّا الْغُلَامُ فَكَانَ أَبَوَاهُ مُؤْمِنٌ فَخَشِيهَا أَنْ يُرْهِقُهُمَا تُغْيَانًا وَكُفْرًا As for the child, his parents were people of belief. We feared, that person said, we feared that he would grieve by become tughyani and he will reject Allah and he will be a rebellion. So that means it was a physical killing. It was a physical killing, but at the, you must also understand, Musa Islam could not see that. That person could see beyond. Okay. So this is why that person said that you cannot come along with me because the decision that I did. So in the world, when we see innocent people dying, we non some people have got wrong notions about Allah. Look, this 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 storm came. So many kids were also have died. Yeah. So according to the unjustified theology, people would say God is unjustified. Astaghfirullah, he killed so many people, children also. Innocent people were there. Mm-hmm. No, according to Allah, this innocent child was also not... Apparently, Musa Salam thought he was innocent. Innocent means he was without a soul, psyche. He was zakia, justified, justified soul of, of goodness. So why, did, why are you killing this first? Musa Salam was also not able to understand the killing of a, a child who was a justified soul or a psyche. But in the true sense, he, when, he, when it was notified to him that his parents were nice and he will become, in, uh, it will be, uh, he will be, he will be Tugyani doing this, uh, uh, transgression, un, un, uh, unnecessarily harsh and, and he will be doing rejection. He will be a rejecter. So that was not known to Musa Islam. Similarly, when we see people, children, innocent people dying somewhere, we must not even conclude immediately that this is an unjustified action by Allah. Because Allah says in the Quran, so many, so many uh, women live, uh, lost a child at a very young age. So that is also an, a lesson to us that Musa Islam could not also comprehend this situation. That this may happen in, in all times. That, will, that, will, that we may think that they are so innocent people, why people are being dead or killed by Allah. It is his actions. So there is another ayat Allah says that you cannot question, uh, you cannot ask question on the actions of Allah, but you will be questions. You will be questioned. So that means Allah, when He puts somebody, uh, children or so, we cannot see beyond because we are seeing only a small child dying. But actually Allah is telling in this Surah Kahf 18, this situation which you referred to, that that, that, that person knew the future by the permission granted by Allah. So that is why he was for physical killing. Thank you. Okay.